Hey, guess what? It's time for making kayfabe with your hosts, Bryce and Dylan. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Making Kayfabe. It is the show where two boys, me and Bryce, rebook some of wrestling's biggest missed opportunities. Now, usually we are wiping the face of the WWE as it spits up all over itself and vomits <laughs> out wrestlers without even, without even doing anything with them. But today, we're doing something a little different because we have to baby the WWE, you know what I mean? You have to rock it to sleep. It's, it's ridiculous. But today, we're doing something a little different, as you've probably seen from the thumbnail and the little picture. We are going to be covering D'Angelo De Niro in TNA, otherwise known as the Black Pope, otherwise known as Elijah Burke, whenever he was in WWE, on ECW. You remember the old ECW brand? Yes? <laughs> yeah, it's me, me, Sorry. me. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm talking I'm to my co-host. Here, so it must be me. <laughs> I'm talking to my co-host on the show. It's Bryce. Hello. Hello. I, I do remember ECW. Um, we talked about that before. We booked a few things from ECW, WWF version. We've done the zombie. Oh, we've of done, course, you go zombie first. We've done the Sandman. Remember yes, that? We've done, we do. done Vince McMahon, ECW yes. champion for the Patreon fellas. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, Elijah Burke was. Um, yeah, he he was an interesting one. He's he's one guy I don't know too much about from ECW. I mean, he had the whole thing with was it Sylvester Turkai he was managing. Yes. Um, I, I seem to remember that, and um, yeah, I, I remember the guy having just a lot of charisma, um, you know, and just um, didn't didn't really do a whole lot with him. And I, I'm also a bit worried because I know that his other character is the Pope, and the listeners will know we've heard you book a Pope before. Yes, um, you know, I, I'm kind of worried about where this is going to go. Um, well, you know. I didn't book the Pope. The Vince Russo booked it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, it was Vince Russo. That's right. It's yeah, a true sorry. story. Yeah, I get you guys confused all the time. We have the same face. You know, sometimes... Same I, yeah. same man. You're always the same, bro. Yeah. We're ver- yes, we're very similar. Mm. You mm. know, we have the same name. It's Vince yeah. Russo. Yeah, that's it. Don't just your stage name. I don't... Yeah. It's not my real... Obviously, to be, I want to be anonymous. But because I'm so being... Because I'm Vince Russo, I want everybody to know that my name is Vince Russo. <laughs> You know, that's another trait I have in common. The two things there, yeah. It's another trait I have in common with Vince Russo. The other, not me, the other Vince Russo. Yeah. And like you said, Vince Russo, well known for his booking ideas. I would like to think that we are also well known for our booking ideas. However, all of our booking ideas are successful and incredibly popular and everybody likes them. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. And today is going to be no different. So you're familiar with a little bit of Elijah Burke in mm. ECW but not too familiar with D'Angelo De Niro in TNA. Yeah, yeah, not so much. Not not so much. Um, you know, just uh, bit, bits and bobs, you know, like I've seen a few segments here and there. But yeah, this this is something that um, obviously we're booking for one of our um, one of our listeners who's pulled together a TV tropes page for making Kathy, yes. which is just absolutely <laughs> incredible. Absolutely it was, incredible. It blew yeah. me away. I couldn't, I literally couldn't believe that such a thing existed. My Bryce showed it to me a while ago, and I'm like, I I love this. This is amazing. Somebody had put together a whole like TV tropes thing full of just just our our, 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 our witticisms and our sayings and our catchphrases and our our reliance on Stevie Richards, you know, (laughs) things like this. And I'm like, that's so sweet that somebody was able to make that for us. So in return, we decided to do something nice for that friend of ours, and we have decided to we booked one of his uh, suggestions, and that suggestion was D'Angelo De Niro in TNA. And I thought, that sounds great, man. I remember TNA 
back then. I can't remember when I stopped watching TNA. Mm. I think because over here in the UK, it used to be on Challenge. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it was just a TV program, which now just shows Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> so in the chase yeah yeah it shows a chase all the fucking time if you're if you're from the united states of america you might not know what the chase is oh they made it an american chase i think probably the, yeah the, the there's, there's an american version of everything british isn't yeah. There? yeah so it's it's this like quiz show where they ask the questions and then they do quit it's a quiz oh, it's, it's a quiz show it's like a generic quiz show yeah. a candy quiz show yeah and so on challenge all the time but they used to show tna for some reason i have no idea why they got the rights to show tna but they did and so i used to watch it then once it, it went off challenge i stopped watching tna mm. which is uh just the way it is so i, I think I, it was even earlier like, i remember watching tna on the wrestling channel when it was NWA TNA, like way back then and that's very I, very early days that's a long that's like what 2000 three or four yeah pretty much yeah pretty Probably much yeah, very early days yeah. yeah i i wasn't watching back then but i was watching probably about the time that we're going to be rebooking today so mm. that that is an advantage however i i've also forgotten everything because as you know i'm vince russo and therefore do a lot of drugs and alcohol <laughs> thank god we got a catch-up coming up right exactly and that's going to refresh everybody's memories including mine Including yours, perfect. but but yeah, just one quick shout out to our listener who goes by the name I Miss Going Outside. Yeah, just once again, thanks to the TV Troll Space, dude. This is for you. Yes, this is for you. And if you guys want your own rebookings, you, you have to do something really nice for us. Yeah, something really cool, yeah. <laughs> yes, we don't know what it is. If you build a gold statue of me and mm. Bryce in your hometown, yeah, we'll think about it. Do you know um, OSW Review? They used to do reviews for people who got tattoos of OSW on them. So, you know, maybe, maybe we should go down that route. Just if you get a making kayfabe tattoo, we'll pick whatever the hell you want. If you get a tattoo of Viscera kissing Stevie Richards, we will re- rebook whatever you want. We'll book an entire season, dude. Yes. <laughs> whatever you want. Choose, choose yeah. whoever you want. <laughs> but it has to be on your face. Yeah, on, on the forehead. Yeah, slap. It has to be like, like a Cody Rhodes, like on the neck, like all oh, the way. Oh, God. <laughs> Full color, like you gotta get right in on the kiss, you know. Can't right. hate it, yeah. Can't no, hate it. I gotta no. see that. I mean, need video <laughs> evidence of it. It's very important. And if you can do that, we'll book a whole season. Yeah, but until then, these are our gonna, times. Yes, when it, <laughs> but until then, we're gonna rally on with what we have now, and we want to talk about D'Angelo De Niro and TNA. Would you like me to give you a little bit of history on the man himself? I think it's a good idea. Hooray! So. Did you know, my good friend Bryce, did you know that Elijah Burke was once suggested to be one of the members of the Spirit Squad? I did not know that, no. But he turned it down. Can you Wise move. He, Wise threw, move. he threw that money away. He yeah. turned that down. So he started his wrestling career in 2004 in Ohio Valley mm. Wrestling. And late in 2005, he was asked to join the Spirit Squad. But he turned it down. Apparently, he turned it down because he said, he, you know, being a male cheerleader, of course, is very athletic and you have to do a lot of mm-hmm. athletic stuff, much like a wrestler. Mm. But he said he wouldn't be able to do a lot of the athletic cheers that would be involved. And certainly not because it was a shitty gimmick. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It was very, the athletic thing. diplomatic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he stayed with OBW until he was eventually called up to SmackDown in mid-2006 after just bypassing the Spurs squad completely. You know, was that a good idea? Was it a bad idea? Who's to say? Probably a good idea. Mm. So he was called up with Sylvester Turquay, everybody's favorite wrestler. 
who we all know. He was he was all right. He, he was a legit. Was he not a legit amateur wrestler, like exactly. gold medalist or something, right? He was actually a legit wrestler. He actually fought Kurt Angle in the amateurs before he oh, really? hit the big time. Yeah. So where the was guy he from again? Was it Greece? I didn't look that bit up. So <laughs> 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 one question I didn't expect to be. <laughs> That's the only thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I got everything else, but uh, let's say Venezuela. Oh no, he's, he's American. Oh, <laughs> I might say his background. Tur- tur- a name like Turkai, that's got to be like I don't know. Surely that's got to be some. Oh kind of... yeah, it's got to be Vermont. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 See, we know everything about America. He's he's from Big Bear Lake, California. Rar. That big bear, big bear cat. <laughs> big bear cat. Lake. <laughs> He is a big bear cat. He should have been the bear cat. He should have been, yeah. Oh, I know what I'm going to get you to read books soon. Uh oh. <laughs> but we're not talking about him. No. Although, you know. The, we are a bit, though. Yes, because yeah. it ties into Elijah Burke um, coming up to SmackDown. Hmm. And he came up in July 2006. Both men were soon drafted from SmackDown to ECW because who gives a shit? <laughs> That's the way the WLU rolls. Yep. He managed, Elijah Burke managed Turkey. For a little bit, he would wrestle as well for a little bit until Turkey was released from the WWE for, I don't fucking know, probably budget cuts. Yeah, <laughs> even back then, yeah. Yeah, back in 2006, like, we're running out of money, you know, so let's get rid of this. Let's get rid of this legit fighter, but let's yeah. hire the Miz. <laughs> Still not happy about it. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Did you see that? The Miz? Yeah. What Hall of Fame? The shittiest wrestler Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, they made that? For the purpose of your sanity, yes. <laughs> my sanity left me a long time ago, my friend. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a rough year. So, the let's not talk about the Miz for the sake of my sanity. Yes. So anyway, in 2008, Elijah Burke tried out a new Black Pope character. Oh, that could be interesting. Hmm. And so, of course, was released in the WWE <laughs> in November of that year for daring to have a dream. So that sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. Trying to get a new character, get the fuck out of here. So you don't try to be it. unique, you're out of here. Don't need it. Don't need that shit. But the Miz, <laughs> but an egg. <laughs> <laughs> that's one for the TV tropes. <laughs> that's, a new, that's a new thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, new, the new country is in season five. Talking about an egg a lot. Yeah, just but an egg, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, after leaving the WWE, he bounced around the independence for a little bit, and until in 2009, Elijah Burke surfaced in TNA as the Black Pope, Delangelo De Niro. <laughs> so it was in August of 2009 that the Hard Justice pay-per-view was his first match inside a Steel Asylum match. Ooh. It was a eight-man cage match with a winner would become the new number one contender to the X Division Championship. Right? That sounds pretty good, right? Straight away into a match for the number one contendership. This is it sounds like big news, right? So obviously Chris Daniels won that match and not this new signing of Elijah Burke, aka Daniel De Niro, the Black Pope. So that's probably a sign of things to come. I mean, at least it's Chris Daniels. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Now, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> that's the thing. Losing the Chris Daniels in an eight-man cage match, you're like, okay, you know. Yeah. That that you can explain that away. You know that that's that's fair enough. 
So after that, he feuded with Suicide. Then after the feud with Suicide, he joined up with Hernandez and Matt Morgan to fight Team 3D and Rhino. And eventually teamed with Suicide to beat Rhino, Team 3D. And just, well, he teamed with Suicide, Hernandez and Matt Morgan to beat Rhino, Team 3D and Jesse Neal at a pay-per-view called Final Resolution. So, you know, not as good a start right there, you know. In early 2010, after these amazing feuds, he started a feud with the actual TNA champion, AJ Styles. So, you know, things are looking up. Nice. He failed to win the title at lockdown, and he suffered an injury that sidelined him for a few months. So that's very unfortunate. By the time he returned from injury, he was soon defeated by Kurt Angle, which is fair enough, Mm -hmm. you know. And then uh, defeated by Mr. Anderson. So that's a little not as good as Kurt Angle, <laughs> you know. And then he got himself mixed up with Sting and Kevin Nash. You're like, okay, this could be interesting. They were de- Anderson. There we go. You have to do it. You have to do it. Have to. Can't, can't so he got mixed up with Sting and Kevin Nash. Okay, those are big names. Whenever they were trying to defend TNA against Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff. Remember that? Oh, God. Yeah, so this can only Thank end you. well. This can only end... Really good. Paul Gogan, famous for putting people over. This is going to end well for the Black Pope right here. Eventually, Hogan and Bishop formed the uh, stable called Immortal. And De Niro found himself fighting both Immortal and another stable called Fortune. Because TNA thought, fuck it, everybody gets a stable. <laughs> you can probably guess how this went. You know, I don't remember either of those those uh, stables. I remember Fortune because I think it was like Ric Flair's attempt to like redo the Four Horsemen again. Oh man! So really? I think AJ Styles was in it. They had like a they they would hold up four fingers like the Horsemen, but it was Fortune, so it's a different stable. Was it F O U R Tune like Fortune? Yes, yes, yes. Ah, right, okay. <laughs> You're familiar with TNA. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how that went. So. You can, yes, you can imagine how one man feeding against two stables, one of which involved Hulk Hogan, one of which involved AJ Styles and Ric Flair. You can imagine how that went. Went really well for him, I get bet. Oh, of course. He ended up in the the rough end of that and also ended up with a feud with Abyss, which he didn't win. He then went to a feud with Samoa Joe that didn't exactly go his way. And then he started to team up with, and then he turned turned on and feuded with uh, Devon from Team 3D. Yeah. He sounds a lot like Devon from the Dudley Boys, but it's not. It's different guy. Different. Uh, he was soon beat up by the Aces and Eights. We're familiar with those guys. Hey. And then uh, he left TNA in early 2013. So not a great run. Did he win anything? Doesn't <laughs> feel. He, I believe he beats. He he won the feud with Suicide. Right. Okay. So he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> not. Whatever. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I knew you were going for there. I'm not gonna do it. So, you, like, you know, I thought he was an interesting character, but they didn't do anything with him. So he was he went back to the Indies. He went to TNA in 2015 as a commentator, who ended up fighting Lashley for no reason. Okay. I don't know how that happened. And then he left again, presumably because he got fed up of talking to Josh Matthews. Fair enough. And then he went back to the Indies and recently has turned up in the NWA. So he's a, actually oh, really? a former NWA television champion. Wow, nice. I didn't know that. Exactly. So they're actually doing shit with him. They're keeping him on TV and stuff. So that's cool. I'm actually like psyched about that. Yeah. So 
here's the thing about um, the NWA. There's a bunch of guys in the NWA now that it's a little bit like us rebooking some of the old guys from WWE. Mm. They've they've done a really good job with Trevor Murdoch. Yeah, Tre- I was going to say Trevor Murdoch. He's a champion, right? Yeah, they've they've actually done a great job with him. Mm. You know, I'm I'm surprised at how well that that's come across. They have Mike Knox in there challenging him at some point. <laughs> you know, and like we said, that the Delantel Janeiro is in there as well. They've got a couple of guys in there that you like. It's nice to see those guys getting a shot, like a proper yeah. like chance to to actually do shit, and that's pretty cool. So I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's very, very much like our podcast. Let's call our podcast "Making NWA Fib." Yeah, Billy Corgan. Yeah. If you want to hire us to help you run the show, because Billy Corgan's got some money. Yeah, yeah. Billy Corgan, smashing pumpkins. Yeah. Hell yeah! So if you if you want to hire us, we're available. We can. Homer we can, Simpson smiling politely. We can do some business. See, he. We see we're familiar with your work. Yeah. And by that <laughs> I mean that one time you were in The Simpsons. <laughs> What's your favorite Smash Your Pumpkin song? Oh man, uh, tonight, tonight. That's a good song. Yes, isn't it? Oh, I yeah. love the video for that. A fucking great yeah. video. Oh, it's, it's the old, the old, um, the old movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. With the moon. Yeah. We're buttering up Billy Corgan. I think he's gonna. Yeah. I think he's gonna. Buy so, it. Billy, you, you're great, Billy. Yeah. yeah. Give us a, give us I a really call. like um, Zero. You? Zero is my it's favorite cool. Smash Your Pumpkin song. It's a fucking great song. That's the one they played in The Simpsons. Ah. Is that where it's like God is empty, just yeah. like me? Yeah, yeah. That's fucking <laughs> so, great. It's so emo, I love it. <laughs> it's great. It's a great song, Billy Corgan. Yeah, great. Yeah, Billy Corgan. We like, you like your man. Yeah, just keep keep on. Yeah, give us a call. Give us a call. You give do us. great songs, Billy Corgan, and we do great rebookings, Billy Corgan, yeah. including the rebooking of Delangelo De Niro. They're about to do right now. A man who's on your roster. Hmm. So listen to the way we rebook him. And then think about giving us a little, a little dingling. That means phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So, so that's the history of the man himself. Would you like to hear my awesome rebooking? Hell yeah! Let's rebook D'Angelo Delero. D'Angelo Debrero. It's a tricky one. I know. I keep D'Angelo Fabrero. D'Angelo Sombrero. Let's rebook D'Angelo Delero. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to rebook D'Angelo De Niro when he first arrived in TNA. So around 2009, okay. he came in as the Black Pope, D'Angelo De Niro, and it seemed like it was going somewhere. You know, he had a big entrance, big name change. He had charisma. He could do a promo. But instead of TNA bringing him in and making him the big deal that he never was in the WWE, they brought him in and barely used him to his full potential. So that's what we're going to do. That's what we always do, you know. And also he might become a zombie because we do that as well. <laughs> so you're going to have to tune in, stick around to find out if he does indeed become a zombie. So August 2009, we got some vignettes that start to play on TNA television for the Black Pope, D'Angelo De Niro. Who is the Black Pope? What's all this about? The vignettes make it clear that you'll find out all about it at Hard Justice, which is going to be the next TNA pay-per-view. Now... Oh. In real life, this pay-per-view had such classics as Hernandez beating Rob Terry in nine seconds. Rob Terry. Big roided up Rob Terry. But can you imagine beating Rob big, Terry big in, Welsh boy. in yeah. nine seconds? That doesn't nine make seconds. any sense, does it? It's bizarre, yeah. Uh, but it also featured, remember, 2009 featured Kevin Nash versus Mick Foley for the legend. Oh, wow. 
for the Legends Championship. <laughs> they had a championship called the Legends Championship. I do recall that. Yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. So this was in 2009. So you can see that it wasn't a perfect pay-per-view, and there's definitely some room for something new. Mm. I think we can deliver that. So in between some of these matches, D'Angelo De Niro finally makes his appearance. He walks out to the ring, and he shows himself off to the audience. And he vows that nobody in TNA has seen anything or anyone like him because, you know, look around you, man. You've seen the same old faces for years now. Aren't you getting sick of it? How long can Kevin Nash and Sting hang around TNA for? You've got guys like AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. They've been around TNA for years, since the very beginning. And they're still here. What's next, man? What's the next big sensation that's going to cause ripples through the wrestling world? What's the name that's going to be on everybody's lips over the next few years? Angelo De Niro, the Black Pope. He buys this to everybody. So he makes his case to the audience, and then he leaves. You know, nobody from TNA comes out to confront him because it's a T- it's a it's a pay per view, and they've all got other shit to worry about. You know, so for example, the main event happens, and that's going to be Kurt Angle defending his TNA Championship in a triple threat match against Matt Morgan and Sting. So you're like, all right, Matt Morgan, that's a fresh face. Sting, he's been around a while, unbelievably. He's still going. <laughs> I was going to say, 2009 must be going to the end of his career in 2009, surely. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. Still kicking. Tell so, you what, though, fucking killing it in AW. Well, there you go, you know. It just shows you. Doesn't age, no. No, he doesn't. He seems to see him, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. So, after this match, Kurt Angle defends his championship successfully. And, you know, he clutches his heavyweight championship to close to his chest before, BAM! Sit from behind by the Black Pope, Dante Gennaro, hit with a chair. See, you got to come in and make your mark, baby. That's how you do it. Sting is already kind of down from the match, so Gennaro doesn't go near him. He's already hit Kurt Angle, and he sees Matt Morgan, and he's just glaring at him. You know, he's telling him that he's lucky, so we don't really know what that means. But next week on whatever the fucking TNA show is called, it was TNA Impact? Impact, yeah. Because it's, now it's called Impact. Oh, it's called Impact Wrestling now. Yes. That's the name so of the now, promotion. Now, yes, yeah. so now the promotion is called Impact, but the show was called Impact. Yes, so it's TNA Impact, yes. So what's the show called now? Impact Wrestling, I guess. So the, <laughs> That's like the WWE having a show called WWE. <laughs> You're not wrong, but I mean... <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's a much better product now, let's be honest. Yeah, well, well if they listen to us... It would, have been a, it would have been a great product to begin with, you see. So whatever He's the fuck... pandering to all the bookers now. Like, who is it? <laughs> Scott, Scott, Scott Moore? <laughs> Anybody who gives us... I want us to make it sound desperate, but... We'll give what's, it what's, your, what's your favourite Scott Moore song? Uh, I like the one where he talked about the motorbike. <laughs> that, that was a great one, yeah. That was a really good one. You know? Motorcycle emptiness, that's right, yeah. No, well, that, that was uh, My Sweet Preachers. You probably, haven't, you probably haven't heard of them. No, never heard of them. Uh, you, I think you'd like them. Yeah, up my street, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Check them out later. You let me know what you think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway. So, I don't... Whatever the fuck. TNA Impact, okay? Let's get back on track. <laughs> TNA Impact. So, anyway. Next, the week after the pay-per-view, uh, the Black Pope, he's been interviewed in his house. So, it's like a, you know... not He's not at their arena. He's in his house. He's been interviewed by Jeremy Borash, you know? That's a nice house, you know? Mm. So, everybody obviously, wants to know why the Black Pope did what he did. And Pope tells Jeremy Borash that he's an idiot. Doesn't, <laughs> he, pay, doesn't he pay attention? 
That's why. What? Bi- yeah, exactly. That's it. See you later. He's like, come on, man. What business are you in? Why does anybody do anything in pro wrestling? They do it to get ahead and to get attention, right? You know? So Barash is like, all right, so this was a move to show your intentions for the TNA championship. And Pope's like, come on, man. You're not the smartest tool in the shed, are you? It's not about championships. The Pope isn't just here for the TNA championship. He's here for TNA. He thought he made himself clear at Hard Justice, but on that show, there was a lot of familiar faces. Sting, Kurt Angle, Mick Foley, Kevin Ash, Taz, Booker T. Catch my drift? You know, Matt Morgan was spared a beating because he's a young face that could do something if he tried, if he wanted to. Instead, he's happy playing second fiddle to a bunch of over-the-hill motherfuckers, you know? But the Pope has plans, man. And those plans don't involve any of the names he's just mentioned, including Matt Morgan. Like the Pope said, Matt Morgan was lucky that one night, and he better take that moment of mercy and be smart with it, because the Pope might not be so merciful in the future. So Borash, of course, is still confused, because he's an idiot. So Dantelo De Niro makes it a little clearer for him. you got to realize, it's not all about the Pope, although, of course, he's the catalyst for it, certainly. So everybody's still a little bit confused by this, including Kurt Angle. So Kurt Angle is on the show, and he's pretty pissed off that De Niro isn't there in person, because he's got some things to say to him. You know, he's annoyed that De Niro attacked him after the pay-per-view. And now the Pope isn't even here the week later. This is ridiculous. So Kurt Angle's out in the ring, cutting a promo about how angry he is. And then suddenly somebody runs through the crowd, jumps the barricade, grabs a chair at ringside, hits Kurt Angle with a chair. Who is it? It's Viscera. No, seriously. Oh. <laughs> Viscera isn't running anywhere. Don <laughs> oh. <laughs> De Niro. Oh. Gra- <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do it. He grabs the microphone and he tells Kurt Angle that he never said he wasn't here tonight. Just that he taped that segment in his house. Nice. I like it. So Kurt Angle seemed like he was going to end up being a, the thorn in the Pope's side. And that's fine. You know, Pope doesn't mind a challenge. Angle is in the main event mafia at the moment. Do you remember the main event mafia? <laughs> I do, yeah. Yeah, they all had suits. Scott Steiner in a suit. Fucking hilarious, right? <laughs> He's fat. So, but get this. The main event mafia had also merged with another stable at the time called the World Elite. Oh, for fuck's sake, how many stables did they go here? I'm telling you, dude, the stable set. But why did they go? At, why, why, why didn't it work? I can't imagine why. <laughs> Who was the World Elite? Uh, I think that was Eric Young's stable. Eric yeah. Young had a stable? He did. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was sanity. That was a better, better stable than oh, we've boy. also covered. Poor Eric we Young. Yeah, we're poor, poor Eric Young, you know. Great rebooking. Thank you. So Kurt Angle at the moment has a lot of backup, and the Pope notes that a coward like Kurt Angle would hide behind waves after waves of blackies, not just one stable. He had to merge with another stable, you know. So maybe the Pope needs to be a little bit more prepared as well. You know what I'm saying? He leaves Kurt Angle with that, and he gets the hell out of there before Kurt Angle can get up and get his revenge, and that's how the show goes off the air. So. Next week, Kurt Angle on TNA, whatever the fuck. Let's say Impact. <laughs> Kurt Angle is once again really, he's, he's really pissed off now. You know, he's pissed off that he was cheap shotted twice by this punk. Kurt Angle, of course, is coming out to the ring. He's flanked by all the members of his group to make sure it doesn't happen again. And that's a lot of people, as we've discussed, you know. He calls for Black Pope to come out to the ring and face him. So on the big screen, we see Pope chilling backstage. He's not going anywhere near that ring. He's no idiot. He's not going to walk down there and get jumped by all those old men. No, sir. 
Angle wants a challenge, right? He wants some revenge. Well, let's put some revenge on the cards, huh? But let's prove it's not all about the title, though. Let's prove that Pope wants to make some real changes. So let's have a tag team match. Kurt Angle is so determined to hide amongst all his other bland white guys. So let him pick one of those guys as a tag team partner. Angle and a member of his crew against De Niro and a member of his crew. So Kurt Angle takes the bait and tells Pope that he doesn't have a crew. And the backstage camera that's filming the Pope pulls back a little bit to reveal Consequences Creed and Jay Lethal, both sitting beside D'Angelo De Niro. You know who Consequences Creed is, right? Xavier Woods, right? Exactly. Nice. Both of those guys in real life were in that eight-man Steel Asylum match alongside D'Angelo De Niro in his debut. Right. At Hard Justice, okay? So, now you can see the Pope has a little bit of backup, right? So, funny enough, Pope was able to find a few guys who shared his sentiments about there being too many blonde, white, over-the-hill guys on the roster these days. Who would have guessed that he could find mm. some people who understood where he was talking about? So, like, where were Kurt Angle and Sting at the pay-per-view? They were at the main event. But where were Jay Lethal and Consequences Creed? Opening the show. Mm. The first match. And, yeah, they blew the doors off because that's what they do. But they were the first match. They were multiple people in that match. They were an afterthought, you know? And what else do they got to do? How many more Jews do they got to pay before they get the, the stretch limos and the suits and the ties and all the other perks that those white guys, the guys in Kurt Angle's ring right now have, you know? It's about time some things changed. Everybody's in a fucking stable these days. So the Pope thought... Clearly. Be, yeah, so the Pope thought it'd be pretty smart of him to cozy up with some partners of his own. See? He's not so, not so, not so silly, is he? So the Pope repeats his challenge. At No Surrender, which is the next TNA pay-per-view, why don't we have the Pope and a partner against Angle and a partner? No strings. That's the deal, right? Angle chooses his partner. Pope picks his partner. Kurt Angle has a couple of weeks to make his decision. He better make the right choice. So the next week, Kurt Angle seems pretty confident, right? He names his tag team partner. He's going to pick Kevin Nash. Because Nash is a pretty big guy, and he has you know, experience with stuff. I guess he's an experienced tag team worker, of course, having won tag titles in WCW with Scott Hall. <laughs> but Kurt Angle is a very savvy motherfucker, as you know. So he's also very interested in trying to keep Jay Lethal and Consequences Creed very busy with some other business so that they won't make it to the pay-per-view and they won't be able to be the tag team partners for the Black Pope. So that means he can have a good old handicap match against the Pope. And mm. you know that suits Kevin Nash down to the ground because that's an easy payday, baby. It's a night off, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Kevin Nash is over the moon with a handicap match. This is perfect. So what Kurt Angle does, he goes to the team of Booker T and Scott Steiner who were the TNA Tag Team Champions at the time. <laughs> that's right. Booker T and Scott Steiner. A strange pairing, yeah. Yeah. So he wants them to work a program with Creed and Lethal to do something with them to keep them occupied, right? And Booker and Steiner are okay with this, but they don't really want it to be a tag title match, you know? And Creed and Lethal aren't happy about this. Why not make it a tag title match? They make it clear to TNA management they want it to be a a title match. And Team 3D are also involved. They were the the guys that Steiner and Booker T were defending their titles against at the last pay-per-view. 
So Team 3D think, you know what? We haven't finished our business yet either. We want a shot. Beer Money, who is GM Storm and Bobby Roode. Remember those guys? Yeah, yeah. Love that tag team. They want to get involved too. They want a tag title shot too. So funny enough, it all works uh, itself out perfectly. And we have a little four-way tag team title match at the pay-per-view. So that keeps Kurt Angle happy because now Lethal and Creed are busy. But Steiner and Booker T aren't super happy with that. That suddenly their tag titles are up for grabs in a four-way match. This is not what they planned for. Yeah. So, a week before the No Surrender pay-per-view, Kurt Angle comes out to check in the Black Pope to make sure their deal is still on. You still want a tag team match, Pope? You still want Kurt Angle and Kevin Nash, two legitimate main eventers, the current TNA heavyweight champion and the current TNA legends champion, which is Kevin Nash, against the Black Pope? You sure you want that? I mean, it looks like you don't have a partner. So Pope again is backstage. He's not, he's obviously not silly enough to come to the ring with Nash and Angle by himself. But he promises to those guys the match is still on. It's time for him to main event a pay-per-view and to do it in style. The Pope doesn't half-ass things, man. The Pope delivers on his promises. And the Pope promised that he will change things in TNA. Believe that or not. Kurt Angle doesn't believe it. But he's ready to see what happens. Because he's still a fighter. You know what Kurt Angle's like. So, no surrender happens. And because of the four-way nature of that tag team title match, we can easily have, you know, Creed and Lethal sneak a pinfall victory. Over It doesn't have to be over Booker T and Scott Steiner, but they could walk away with the titles without even pinning the champions. Right? Nice. So that's okay. like a, a built-in storyline right there. You know, you've, you've, you've given those guys the rope by having them technically beat legit stars in Booker T and Scott Steiner, and then you can work an angle with that. It's organic. You can work that out, right? So that's already a built-in storyline for these two young guys who weren't doing a whole lot otherwise. So straight away, the Pope has kind of delivered on his promise. He's changing things. You see what I'm saying? But now we're going to the main event. Kurt Angle and Kevin Nash, they get to the ring, and they're waiting for Delangelo De Niro. They want to see that you know, they're ready for this handicap match. So he makes his way out onto the ramp by himself. He's got a mic in his hand, and he tells the world... But obviously, he didn't come alone, man. He's no fool. Hmm. See, that's where all the old-timers are going wrong. You guys think you can predict the future. And you think the future is full of old white men. But the Pope has his own crystal ball, and he knows that the future looks mighty different. It's about time that there was more than just Ron Killing's name on that title history, if you know what I mean. You know hmm. what I'm saying? Angle tells him to shut the fuck up, and to get into the <laughs> ring for his ass whip. But he probably doesn't say that. <laughs> it's a pay-per-view. He could probably get away with that, you know? Yeah. And the Pope, he says, yep, no problem. But obviously, he has to introduce his tag team partner and the new member of his stable, Bobby Lashley. Ooh, nice. So Angle and Nash look legitimately nervous. Nash looks like he didn't he didn't sign up for being thrown around the ring by Bobby Lashley. You know what I mean? He's, yeah, got, yeah. Bad, he's got bad knees. He doesn't need this shit. Lashley comes out onto the ramp. Pope leads him down to the ring. The fight is on. Halfway through the match, Nash decides to cut his losses, and he walks to the back. He's <laughs> Kurt Angle alone with Bobby Lashley in the back. Pope, Dante De Niro, they easily pick up the win from here. You know? Kevin Nash is having his night off. I don't care yeah, what you exactly. said. Yeah. He signed up for a handicap match, and yeah. he got a handicap match. So from there, in real life, Lashley really did debut at that pay-per-view at No Surrender. Ah, really? Good, yeah. Good find it in then. Yeah, nice. He fought Rhino. Oh, Rhino. <laughs> yeah. But, like, what 
my at least doing this, we have him actually have a storyline. There's a yeah. the, there's a reason for him to debut. Right? By Reino, do you mean Mantar too? Yes, I yeah. do. Cool. But like this way, in my rebooking, there's a reason for Lashley's debut, and there's a reason for Pope's debut as well. Stuff happens because of it. Yeah. He doesn't just debut and then lose a bunch of matches, right? Things, there's a chain of events. Things happen, right? And clearly, we've set up Dante De Niro more than TNA actually ever did. You know, We've put him into the main event scene, and we've given him stuff to do. We've seen him change things with the tag titles and bringing Lashley in. So like, even if he's not ready to be the champion just yet... You can still have him work with Kurt Angle, and which is huge, right? For a guy like yeah. that working with Kurt Angle, that's going to be awesome. And you can have him, you know, lose to Kurt Angle if you need to, pull some shenanigans, and build him up a little bit more if you need to. But what you need to do is you need to start him off right, keep him hot, and have him leading a, a stable of these, you know, fresh, hungry young guys in TNA, having him go up against legit main eventers and holding his own. That's how you do it, you know. Or you can just put the belt on him, whatever you want. Just put the belt on him. Belt on him. D'Angelo Sobrero marks. There you go. So that's my rebooking of uh, the Black Pope in TNA. Sim- it's simple when you say it out loud, isn't it? It's fucking it's, simple. It's, it's, it's simple stuff, but it works, man. I mean, like you've got him, you've got him going right after the champion, but I mean, you're not putting the belt on him right away, you know. So that kind of um, that's good, and it gets him into a big program right away. And then there's always like the whole, you know, who's his partner going to be angle, you know, because like people love that, and people are always guessing. So that puts focus on him as well, um, giving him his own stable right off the bat as well. Every stable has a leader, and the leader always gets the main focus, and that's going to be Daniel De Niro. So you know that's that's good as well. So you're 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 booked him really well here. You just booked him as a you know, as as a as a megastar, basically, like someone to keep an eye on, kind of thing. Like not right. just a, not just the, the latest hot signing. You know, like this is somebody who is going to be the future of TNA. And like like you said in his promo at the start as well. You know, he he will be in the lips of everybody years from now, kind of thing. So you know, so it's a good way to start him off in TNA and and just feature the guy basically, rather than just have him blend in and go into <laughs> ten ten feuds and lose ten feuds. You know, exactly. I was also thinking one thing you could do now that Lashley's in the show because Pope is like the leader. You could even like if you wanted to later on down the line have a split by having Lashley want to be the leader and then Pope's like, oh, I started this. You know, there's, there's, yeah. there's like we always say, there's angles, there's places you can go, there's options. And what, what, did, what did Creed and um, Jay Leaf have to say about that as well? You know, they're exactly. going to have some kind of uh, interest in that as well. So, yeah, um, you know, there's a lot a lot of things there. Yeah. I mean, you could eventually turn Pope heel maybe and then turn him against the faction or turn the or faction like, against him or what whatever, you, do, you know. Yeah, like have like Lashley want to be the new leader and Pope's like, I'm the leader and then have like Creed and lethal themselves like spit you know ones on last year's side and ones on the pope's side there's hmm. options you can there's so much shit you can do if they actually fucking wanted to push some of these guys and it's no surprise that almost all of those guys have, have went on to do better things in tna yeah Lashley had a pretty good career in tna to be fair but like they're all like way bigger now than they were in tna you know yeah the pope, he's like on on fucking nwa at least he's doing shit that's true, yeah. It's good he's still around. I, I didn't know that. I'm happy he's still around. Yeah, there you go. That's a good booking, man. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, just yeah, another, another visit to TNA. I think we need to do a bit more TNA because, I mean, I really... <laughs> I think we do because... There's a lot to undo there. Yeah, they have <laughs> fucked some shit up, let me tell you. I mean, Aces and Aces was a lot of fun last season. Um, yeah. And uh, this is a lot of fun, so... Yeah, there's a lot of shit we can do there. So maybe TNA in Season 6 as well. Maybe we'll make it a regular feature. i tell you what, guys... 
you know, like we branched off a little bit into AEW and now into TNA. There's other stuff. I mean, like we said before, we do the WWE so much because good God almighty. (laughs) 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 Jesus, fuck. They have so many problems. But, you know, TNA isn't perfect. And a lot of these other companies, they do some good stuff, but they're all not perfect. Everybody makes mistakes, and we're here to pick those pieces up. And so if there's anything else you guys want to hear from other companies, stuff like this, let us know. We'll, we'll get a tattoo. Just get, get a tattoo. Get a, get a tattoo. Get, get a tattoo. 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 Okay, we're not, we, we just want to make this clear, everybody. Uh, you know, we're not Vince McMahon with a $100 million egg. We have bills to pay, and Lord knows it's not easy. And we really enjoy making these rebookings. It's so much fun. It really is. And part of what helps us out there is the Patreon page. You know, it really, it sounds silly to say, I think, but that really does legitimately help us make this show yeah, and with your support, we can make the show like even better. We can kick Bruce Pritchard in the dick, and if you want us to kick Bruce Pritchard in the dick, help us do that by signing up to our Patreon page. Five pounds or like seven dollars, I think, in in US money gets you a, a fresh new rebooking every single month. So along with the free rebookings like this, you'll get a new rebooking every month. And you know, sometimes there'll be like polls and things like that on the the Patreon, and you get exclusive like. A first look, a couple of days extra, early look at, at each show that we release. So that's pretty cool, right? Got, got loads of fun rebookings on there, like ones on, obviously, the abominable Strowman. Uh, you can't, can't miss that one out. But, I mean, you've got Mickey James on there. We've just done Head Cheese. We're doing, yeah. um, you know, another one this month from Dustin Rhodes in AEW. We're doing, God, there's so much on there. I mean, Billy this Kay, month as well. Billy Kay. One of, one of my favourite stories, Mickey really stories good. I've ever written, man. It's, business it's the Billy only. and Business Bryce. Business Billy, business price, but that is Billy Kay is the only making kayfabe story I've written in one sitting because you know it just it was so easy to write and just came together so easily. So, um, yeah. you know, so just like, um, here's yeah. the, like the the rebookings on the Patreon page. They're like the, the the same level of quality that the, the these free ones are. You know, we, we yeah. don't have asset. We go full on for you guys. So there's a new rebooking and you get premium extra couple of days access to all our free shows as well. For the five pint tier. Now, for ten pints, if you're that way inclined, if you're feeling generous, we really appreciate that and we love you guys for that. And for that, we will give you two extra shows per month as well. So you're going to get a bonus episode of a show called The Kayfabe Conundrum. If you've heard the shows, you know what the Kayfabe Tabola is. It's a lot of fun. Imagine that, but like half an hour long instead of one <laughs> an actual episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we give each other crazy storylines to try and rebook, and they've been monsters. Now, last month, Bryce. Did a really logical rebooking of the Gladiator gimmick involving Nathan Jones and Heidenreich. And it's really, really logical. It really makes sense. And if that's not your bag, let me assure you. If Nathan Jones and Heidenreich aren't your bag. Let me assure you that this week's or this month's kayfabe conundrum is not going to be serious at all. (laughs) It is going to be me imagining what the gobbledygooker would be like if he had the undertaker's mythical powers and <laughs> i can I, i'm gonna tell you right now I, I fucking love that 
I we can't wait for that. I, 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 cannot, I, do, wait for I cannot wait for you to hear it. I love this one so much. It might be my favorite bonus <laughs> story. We've had some really good ones, right? Smell in the Cell. And what was the, what was the, what was the first one we did? Oh, that was fucking uh, Pentagon being Irish. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. They <laughs> thought Kenny Omega was from America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which obviously, I made a mistake there. Um, but yeah, folks, like p- Patreon.com forward slash making kayfabe. Um, yeah, if you if you want to support us with your wallet, then by all means really head over there, it. folks. Yeah. We'd love to see you there. One thing that's really important we want to mention right off the bat is that my co-host of the show, Bryce is training to be a wrestler and this month on the patreon 10 pounds subscription page we monthly do a little watch along show where we'll watch a classic wrestling match and commentate over the top of it but this month december we are going to be watching bryce's first match his debut match oh yeah so if you actually want to see one of the making cafe boys practice what he preaches and get in the ring <laughs> Check it out, man. It's on the 10, 10 pounds subscription tier if you're interested. I think it's going to be super cool. It's a nice little touch. We are super excited to, to see it. And we're super excited for you guys to see it too. And I hope to see you guys there. That's that's what we're saying. Hell yeah. Patreon.com forward slash making cafe, folks. Thank you very much. But now back to the crazy shit. Your re- Our... regularly scheduled programming, yeah. Yes. So... It's time for the Cave Tombola. We're all very excited, especially Bryce. We've just heard <laughs> what is a pretty good rebooking of the, the Black Pope, Dante De Niro in TNA. Oh, yeah. But I wonder, like that rebooking took me some time to write up. But I wonder if, if, if Bryce could do a rebooking just off the top of his head in 60 seconds or more. <laughs> <laughs> Usually is. <laughs> Usually is. We just can't help ourselves. But I'd love to, I'd love to see if we, with the assistance of some of our Making Cafe fans, would be able to come up with a new rebooking. What do you think, Bryce? Shall we play a game of a Cafe Tombola? Let's play a game of Cafe Tombola. All right. So what do we do here is our lovely listeners send us in four wrestlers, four scenarios. You can do so too. If you go to our Twitter page at Making Cafe, or you can send us an email at makingkayfabe at gmail.com. Send us four wrestlers, four scenarios, and we will feature it on the show like this. So this week... The suggestions have been sent by Andy O'Neill. Hey, Andy O'Neill. Thank you very much for that. So, he has got some some crazy shenanigans for you, Bryce. I hope you are ready to go. All you have to do is pick a letter and a number. One to four, A to D. Simple, simple. Behind those letters and numbers, there's a raster. There's a scenario. You'll have 60 seconds to tell us all about that. Couldn't be simpler, could it? The easiest game in the world. Right? All right. Let, 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 let's do it. Let, let's see what we got. So I'm going to take... Uh, let's get, give me the freebie. Give me the freebie. Give me the freebie pick. Freebie. Hello. Freebie. Yeah. So let me tell you who you didn't get. You did not get Jimmy Hart. Didn't get Jimmy Hart. Oh, you're already bummed about that. No Jimmy Hart. Damn. <laughs> you didn't get Perry Saturn. Oh, Perry Saturn. We rebooked before. We have rebooted in one of our first episodes, yeah. Yeah, first season, I believe. That was That's fun. right. You didn't get the British Bulldog. Mm, okay. No, sorry. But you did get somebody who we mentioned briefly in, in today's episode. Matt Morgan. Your, your favorite, Scott Steiner. <laughs> Jackpot. 
We're going to see some Steiner maths today, I imagine. Literally, don't care what the situation is, it's going to be Steiner maths. So, yeah, perfect. Oh, well, I think <laughs> you're going to be able to work that out with no problem. Well, I'll tell you what you didn't get first. You didn't get that Scott Steiner has an affair with Linda. I assume that means Linda McMahon. McMahon. It just <laughs> says has an affair with Linda. So you really could just be like Linda who lives down the street, you know, fucking... <laughs> Who was it? Linda Miles? Was that not a wrestler as well at one point? Oh, maybe. We both Lindas? The Basham brothers? Yeah, both. Oh, Linda. Yeah, Linda one and Linda too. Yeah. Hello. Oh. You didn't get that. So you don't have to worry about that. Oh, cool. Damn. You didn't get... What I quite liked was um, Scott Steiner quitting wrestling to become a private eye. Private eye? That would have been good. Scott Steiner was a private eye. Spectre Steiner, yeah. He would have been like totally... Like, you know, private eyes that kind of sneak around and shit. And he's just like, I'm Scott Steiner, bitch. <laughs> He's also like people. fucking huge as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't get this. This is also a good one. You didn't get Scott Steiner that uh, was switched to birth and is actually the real Shane McMahon. <laughs> that's that's a good one. <laughs> That'd be funny, actually. Yeah. But I tell you what, you did get. I'm pretty sure you can work some Steiner miles into this. We'll see. You, my friend, are gonna have 60 seconds to tell me and the world and Andy O'Neill who selected these. Yeah, Andy. But. Scott Steiner, being a used car salesman, that's his gimmick, it's a new wrestling gimmick, is he's a used car salesman. <laughs> yep, I think we can do yeah, this, no we, problem. We, we, can, we can do that, I think so, yeah. This is going to be a good one. So, I'm going to ask you, Bryce, are you ready? That, that actually couldn't have turned out any better. This is perfect, <laughs> isn't it? Perfect. That will do perfectly. Um, I, yeah, I, I guess I, I don't want to like, just... Resort to Steiner maths, but I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if I struggle. And yeah, well, let's see how it goes. You call the cars fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's fat. <laughs> okay, you're gonna have sixty of your Earth seconds. Are mm. you ready to go? I'll count you down from three whenever you're ready. All right, let, let's do. It. Let's see what happens. All right, here we go. Three, two, <sighs> one. Let's go. So Scott Steiner's a car salesman and he's got this like white shirt and tie. Uh, there's, there's like no sleeves on his shirt though because he's got fucking huge guns and he's he freaks out like all that shit. So anyway, some dude comes in to buy a car and he's all like, you know, what are the benefits of buying a used car? And that just sets Scott Steiner off in the greatest sales pitch of all time. So Scott Steiner explains that if you were to go one-on-one with a normal car salesman, you'd be paying 20, maybe 30,000 dollars. But I... I'm a used car salesman and I'm not normal. So if you go one-on-one with uh, with me, not not in a wrestling match, but in a conversation, like a one-on-one conversation, um, I, I can get you a car for 10, 15 grand at best. But um, when, when, <laughs> when you add um, extended warranty to the mix, you your, your chances of a, a good deal drastically go up. So Samoa Joe, the numbers don't lie. You, 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 can, you can get a used car you don't have to sacrifice value for the used car. I'm the big booty daddy. You're fat, and that's how I sell used cars. Yeah, and that's he gets it. it. He gets it. the sale. Yeah, that's, something that's, like that. that's pretty much a minute. Oh, <laughs> I wish I'd uh, I wish I'd memorized that Steiner promo better. No, but there's so much to I've it. I've listened to it a thousand times, but I still can't remember it word for word. Yeah, it's so it's so, it's so well put together. Yeah, you there's know? only one guy who can do it. Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah. Only one mathematician who knows yeah. exactly how those numbers work. I I watched that promo so many times just to see if the numbers add up. They don't. But they don't lie. That's well, numbers. I'm not even gonna start. It's too much for me. Yeah. You know, it's like I said. He's he's a he's a bigger statistician than I am. I couldn't possibly. You know. Yeah. 
He's got a 143 and two thirds chance of yeah. winning it. Sacrifice, yeah. Exactly, and that makes sense to him, you know? So, fair mm, enough. Yeah. You've got an eight and one third chance at best. At, at best. Yeah. At so, best. Yeah. You know, those are the best odds. Yeah, that's it. But not really so, good odds. No. no. So, there you go. There's a little bit of Steiner match. I did like Kilo because this is his, his gimmick. It's you know, the used car team. So, obviously, he's selling the car to Samoa Joe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where Samoa Joe came into. Actually. I really I like, like that. It's like it's like he just can't let it go. He's really obsessed with Samoa Joe. Everyone's Samoa Joe, yeah. Yeah, he's like, fuck you, buy the car. <laughs> no. That was good. Thanks. That was some good stuff. So I want to say thank you again to Andy O'Neill for that. Like we said before, if you want to send us your own Tombolas, feel free. A Twitter page at makingkfabe or makingkfabe at gmail.com. And we, there's a good chance we will pick your tombolas for a future episode. So we oh, love yeah. to hear from you guys. Cheers, Andy. Uh, thank you very much. That was today's episode, everybody. All about the Black Pope, Lancer De Niro in TNA. I think we did a pretty good job with that one. And we also heard a little bit of Steiner Miles. You know what I mean? It's been a great episode all around. How could you go wrong, Billy Corrigan? Exactly, yeah. I mean, what more do you want? We've given Give you everything. Give us a everything. call, man. Give we've us a given, call. Yes, we've given the people everything they could want. Yeah. And more. Now you've got to give us what we want, which is a call. A lot of money. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah. The call leads to. The call leads know. to money, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, not even a lot of money, just, you know. I'd take Enough a billion. Yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. A million, two million. Like, yeah. Uh... Yeah. Two million each, I think, would be fine. Yeah, I think that'd be alright. Per month. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's like, that's not too much. No. No. That's reasonable. But you know what? We we're happy to negotiate. And like we said, if you guys want to help us kick Bruce Pritchard in the dick, <laughs> our Patreon page is right there because Billy Corgan, you know, not answering our calls. Might might not give us that two million dollars, no. yeah. Maybe. So <laughs> let's be it, honest. While we wait for the call, you know, check out our Patreon page. In order for us to afford to buy a phone for Billy Corgan to actually phone us. But that's going to be pretty much it for today's episode. Before we wrap things up too much, I'm going to throw things over to Bryce. Because he's going to be in command of next week's episode. So what can you tell us about next week's episode? What kind of things have you got planned? What, what can you tease the people with? Tell you what, I'm going to be booking somebody next week who hasn't yet had a match in WWE. It's you. It's me. <laughs> I'm booking myself. You're going to be booking somebody who hasn't even had a match in the WWE. That's it, yeah. Not even one match. Interesting, interesting. I'm intrigued. Here we are. Who could it be? Who could it possibly be? You guys are going to have to stick around the next week to be able to find that out. So make sure you hit subscribe on your favorite podcast apps on YouTube. And also, while you're there, give us a little five-star review. That really helps us out a lot, let me tell you. But we want to say thank you very much for listening to the show. We are going to be back next week with something awesome, something you're going to love. Let me let me assure you of that because we deliver the goods every time. Ain't that Fuck the yeah. truth? So we want to say thank you very much for listening, guys. And we will see you in the next episode. So, Bye. Goodbye.